Hello and welcome to episode 36 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me down on the street, their faces shine, my good <laughs> pals Adam and Grace. Nice to see you both. How are you? All good. All good. How are you? Stuff. I'm all right, thank you. Yeah, it's been quite a week. Lockdown is over, which is exciting. We have like this tier system in the UK and we went from tier three, which is like the worst one, to tier two, which was exciting. But it felt like... So we can go in a garden now. <laughs> that's it, that's it. And so, and you know what, guys? Me and Becky actually went for 50% off fried chicken this week. What? From where? From Yard and Coop. We went in an actual Ooh. restaurant and it was amazing. Wow. Is that the f- first time this year that you've been in a restaurant or first time in a good long while at least? It's probably the first time since like June or maybe July, something like that. But um, yeah, which was exciting. And uh, well, it's been quite a good week actually. Um, it's been I'm a Celebrity. Grace, do you watch I'm a Celeb? Do you know, I used to, but I, ha- I haven't really watched this one. It's not the same, is it, really? It's not the same, this but time. I think it's just as good. I mean, I, I'm i a fan. Adam, you've been watching, right? Unfortunately not. Oh, so, I thought you had been watching. So I, I started watching a few. started watching a few episodes, and normally I watch it almost religiously, but then I'm staying with my girlfriend's family, and they don't really watch it, so... I've not been watching. Not been watching it. I missed the celebrity cyclone. I've missed. I missed everything. So it's a bit. There's a link to it though with this episode. There is. Grace, do you want to have on the link? Because a beautiful woman, inside and out, Giovanna Fletcher, is Tom's wife (laughs) from McFly. Yeah. Just to clarify, Um, and we're talking about McFly. Yeah. And they're just two beautiful people. T and G. That's all you need. What a fan. G and T. And no spoiler alert, but um, let me tell you, she's probably the most interesting and entertaining thing I've listened to or engaged with to do with McFly oh, really? this week. Yeah, so I mean... <laughs> oh, shut <laughs> up. So, uh, I thought you were going to say in the jungle. Uh, not in the jungle, no. Oh, uh, but there you go. Adam, how's your week been? Um, It's been it's been all right. It's been a tad busy. Um. Just been doing the usual, working, getting some Christmas stuff sorted. Um, yesterday, um, we, uh, me and my girlfriend's family, um, got their their Christmas tree. Um, nice. And it is a big boy. It's an eight fusser, people. Whoa. It's, it's a big boy. The top has had to be cut off. Um, yeah, and and they decorated that, which I helped with, and um, which was nice, lovely. House is looking very pretty. Very very pretty, and um, they do they do Christmas strong in this house. This is what I've learned. They do a strong grace. You'll know, you'll know. You've been around. They do a, they do Christmas very strong here. They go hard. They go hard. Um, many <laughs> lights. Um, so yeah, helping with that, which was nice, which was fun. Um, yeah, just setting up a work, setting up Christmas stuff. Busy week, busy busy week. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. Good. And you found yourself in the position where, like a lot of people have done, where um, when they they like start to live with people because they're then in a bubble with them mm. for like various reasons, even though like under normal circumstances you'd have never have imagined living with 
yeah. my girlfriend's family. No. I, it was originally just set up so that I could see her on her birthday. Her birthday was like two months ago almost. The last month, like it's um, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit funny. Um, but it's been good. It's been lovely. It's been lovely. It sadly must come to an end. Not the relationship. Just me living here. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit dark. This is a pretty bad way of doing it. Really is. <laughs> terrible way to break up with someone. Um, no, I'm not doing that. Um, yeah, sadly. But but it's it's been very lovely. It's been very fun. Been very thankful and lucky that they've opened their home to me. Very oh, nice. Very really cute. Yeah. Very cute. Beautiful. Grace, how's your week been? What you been up to? Uh, it's been busy, um, but of course, you know the classic walks. Of course, you know classic. It's the classic walk. The only way to see another human being. That's it. And guys, we're actually going on a walk together Woo-hoo. today, which is going to be so exciting. A podcast walk. Podcast walk. I can't remember the last time I saw both of you properly, mm. not through a Zoom call and not um, recording a podcast. Okay. Yeah. Vanille bros take to the streets. Mm. In fact, I do remember we went for a walk and then they put us on separate tables because there was. Uh, well, I don't know why, because but they just did. Um, and we and, couldn't look at each other. And then we were talking to each other across tables, and they said, "You're not, you're not allowed to talk to them. I know you know them. I know you're a grown adult. Yeah, now you've come in with them, but yeah. I know you came in thinking you could have a drink with your friends, but you can't." <laughs> You have to not look at them, which was really weird, wasn't it? So that was the last time. Yeah, it was weird. So maybe we. Were... Hopefully now we can look at each other. Yeah, maybe we'll get a takeaway coffee this time rather than <laughs> yeah. rather than doing that. Brilliant. Well, I'm glad you guys are okay. Uh, should we do some admin? Everyone loves the admin. Admin away. Um, of course. The merch is still available, and let me tell you guys, we have a special Christmas offer. Ooh. Cue the Christmas music. That's it. So if you type in Christmas 20 into your basket, uh, you get 20% off. It's as simple as that. Merry Christmas from all of us (laughs) at Elva Dealer. You love to see it. (laughs) So yeah, so you can get your gifts in. You can just buy yourself a gift. Everyone needs a Mm. gift for themselves this time of season. Yeah. Uh, So there you go. Christmas 20 is the code. It finishes on uh boxing day so get it in there quick um yeah and all things Christmassy, we are doing a bonus episode uh, each week uh so it'll go out on thursday so this goes out on tuesday and we're talking about our favorite christmas songs and we're putting them in a playlist uh and it's just a wonderful time we're just talking all things christmas which you know what i really loved last week's bonus episodes um, and we'd love to hear what your favourite Christmas songs are. Come on, try and change our minds. We could put we could put a little song in there that we've just heard, which would be amazing. Um, so yeah, so there's a bonus episode coming out um, on Thursday as well. So all things Christmas, which is exciting. We are in 1970, and we are talking about Funhouse by the Stooges. Uh, and Adam, you're going to tell us all about the brilliant 1970. I am. It's going to be a, a quick one, a quick little whistle stop talk, because I think we may have spoken about 1970 before, um, but a little refresher, never hurt anyone, and especially because it was very early on, and we've got better at doing this, so... Uh, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> we've evolved. More polished. Sam, uh, 1970, what a year. The 60s is over, swinging 60s, done, no more. Hippie movement, 
it's still slightly alive, but it's it's dying a death. So, pretty much. Uh, we're going to start off with something really sad, really painful to, to talk about. People remember it. People talk about where they were that day. Um, it's difficult for me to talk about. It's when the Beatles broke up. <laughs> That's good acting, man. Good acting. See, you believed it? You thought I was getting checked up? I thought, man, are we talking about Vietnam again? <laughs> <laughs> and then when you said, oh, it's difficult for me to talk about, I was like, well, that, that hasn't been the case on over no. either. <laughs> I can talk about Vietnam freely, as we have done many times. Um, no, the Beatles broke up in 1970. Uh, they disbanded. Paul publicly says that he's done. He's leaving. He says that in April. A few months later, they released their final EP, Let It Be. Um, we talked about on uh, when we did Imagine a few few episodes back before we restarted the new list uh, with Jonathan and Julia and that episode ranking the Beatles give it a listen we talked about how um, John wanted to leave first and then Paul just did it publicly and it was all a bit of a mess so uh, if you want more information on how the Beatles disbanded go listen to that episode that we did with ranking the Beatles because um, it's, a, it's a bit of a messy time Bit of a messy time for for John Paul, George and Ringo, um, but moving away from the stars to the stars, the Apollo thirteen. <laughs> I'm just trying to find good segue. <laughs> the Apollo thirteen moon mission accident. Um, I'm sure we've all seen the film. If you haven't watched the film, because it is, do you know I haven't seen? Oh, it. it's I good. See it. <laughs> oh, it's very good. Directed by Ron Howard. Uh, Tom Hanks is in it. Kevin Bacon's in it. Uh, a few other famous people who whose names I have forgotten. Um, so good, so good. So basically, uh, the Apollo thirteen mission to the moon. It goes up. There's an accident. Something happens, and they start to run out of oxygen. And it's where we get the the first use of the line "Houston, we have a problem," or "Houston, we have a problem." Have you Houston. Said? Houston. This is Houston. We have a problem. <laughs> where we get that from um yeah and basically they spent like four hours or something while the astronauts were in space people in houston just like trying to think well how can we get it so that we can reconfigure the landing module to make it into a re-entry module um and they do all this mad stuff they basically ran out of oxygen they had to start reserving power crazy but they all made it back safe did they actually? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Spoiler the one that exploded. Alert. No, no, no. So they were already the the one that exploded exploded on the launch pad essentially, or just after it launched. But this and one they made it. There were people in that, weren't there? There were people in that, but this one made it in space. I believe. Crazy. I believe they had to. So they used the moon as a slingshot, the moon's gravitational pull. So they went round the moon, which meant they went over to the dark side of the moon, which meant all the communication stopped for like a good thirty minutes or something, which was very tense. And they go round, they slingshot back and enter back. And, and they made it. And it's quite incredible. Um, the film really is worth it. It's very dramatic, but very, very good. Um, Guys, I'm sorry. I won't be able to meet today. I'm watching a film. Watch Apollo 13. <laughs> so good. I'm, Scrap I'm, the work. <laughs> I think there were Oscars, invo- Oscars involved for the people in that film. They definitely should have been. Um, yeah, very good. Very good. Staying within aircraft. And things that go in the air. The Boeing 747 made its first commercial passenger trip to London. Can you imagine a world without Boeing 747s? Easily one of the most famous planes. Even if you don't really know what it looks like. If you say name a plane. They've sacked them off now though, haven't they? Oh, they, I didn't know that, have they? Or have they not? 
I don't think so. I think they've just got other planes as well. But they've got, you know, know, Dreamliners and Boeing A37s or whatever. They've got all an sorts a, of... An Airbus. An Airbus. Which I like the sound of. More than Boeing. Um, Double-decker boy. Double-decker boy, indeed. But no button for you to ask to get off. You know what I mean? Um, more sad news. Jimi Hendrix passed away in 1970. He died from a drug overdose. Um... They found him in London. Um, I believe he'd played a few shows like the couple of days before, um, and yeah, he'd he'd passed away um, from a drug overdose, which is very sad. One of, in my opinion, the best guitar players to ever live. Just effortless. Um, if you want a conspiracy theory on it, personally, don't think he was human. <laughs> Possibly, he was an alien. <laughs> I'm just saying. Stop. What on earth I'm just are saying, you talking about? The man, because what, there are some he? people who are just too good at what they do. Is some people that they're not from Earth. Jimi Hendrix is one of them. Right, I'm pretty so sure there are others, but I can't remember who. But I, no, I, I've never read that one. Remember. I've just thought that in my mind. Jimi Hendrix, not from Earth. <laughs> not from Earth, and that's why he had to leave early. I'm just, just saying. Oh, he went back home. He went possibly. Wow. Possibly. Well, I saw I saw a um, a documentary. Jimi Hendrix wasn't your normal drug taker. He was very experienced. A little pun there. Oh, right. But oh, he, he was, was good at the drug taking. He well, yes, because he knew <laughs> he knew which ones to take and he knew which ones not to take, which ones That's to mix, not ones to mix. So some people say that that he did it on purpose as a as a way of committing suicide, um, which is very sad. Um, if that's the case. Some people um, say just don't take drugs. Yes, yeah, so then you won't OD. Well, just just say no is an option. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Um, on the happier news, sort of. Uh, Nineteen seventy, Simon and Garfunkel release "Bridge Over Troubled Water," with the title track, uh, winning many Grammys and being probably one of one of the best songs that they did together. Um, Bridge Over Trouble Water, in my opinion. Such a good song. Um, it did prove to be their final album together, though. And they didn't do any more albums. They do with the odd appearance uh, now and then uh, and since 1970. But that was officially the, the breakup of Simon and Garfunkel after many years of brilliant songwriting um, together. Guys, do you want to know people born in 1970? Of course. Two very strong women at the top of their game. At various points in life. First of all, Tina Fey, comedy genius, oh. SNL legend. Uh, been in many famous movies. She was in uh, Mean Girls, uh, 30 Rock, the TV show. Um, also, I think she produced Bridesmaids, I want to say. Maybe. I don't know. Um, and fashion icon, Naomi Campbell. Forget about the Blood Diamonds bit. Fashion icon. <laughs> Naomi Campbell and the bullying and the bullying and the shit and the and the body shaming. Yeah. Well, forget all about forget that. Forget all about that. Fashion icon. Wow. Naomi Campbell. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Who um, was da- who was dating Skepta at one point? I believe. Um, grime artist Skepta and who were dating? Um, so yeah, uh, that my friends is a quick. Whistle stop tour. Wish I could whistle. Whistle stop tour of 1970. 
The whistle stopped off you Houston. That's what it was. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. Some uh, notable albums that were released in this year. All Things Must Pass, George Harrison, oh, which I will die on this hill by keep saying, Grace, don't re-roll your eyes, right? <laughs> this is an important matter. <laughs> this album is not in this top 100, and it should be. And we, I will talk about it at every opportunity. Should um, Paranoid by Black Sabbath. Great After album. the Gold Rush by Neil Young. Yeah, it's a great album. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd's Bitches Brew, which we've talked hey. about. Grace's first episode uh, brought us all together on this Elvanilo journey. Um, and Rumours by Fleetwood Mac. Great crowd. So, yeah, just a great year for music. So let's talk about an album after the break that, in my eyes, doesn't live up to that greatness. Ooh. We'll be back after the break. Amazing, welcome back. So Funhouse is the second studio album by American rock band The Stooges. It was released on July the 7th, 1970 by Elektra Records. And although it was initially commercially unsuccessful, Funhouse developed a strong cult following. Um, and like its predecessor album, uh, 1969's The Stooges, um, and its successor, they're generally considered part of this like proto-punk rock um, movement. Uh, and so, obviously, it's a long time before punk is anywhere near or anywhere near being talked about. Um, but these albums are talked about as that, as big influences. And so, while they weren't commercially successful, um, people hold them in high regards. So... This is Iggy Pop's band, uh, who I guess we all have seen on TV and things like that, but never really known why this topless old man, who looks a bit like a very aged hmm. Jennifer Aniston, um, <laughs> is on the TV. Um, he really does look like what? that. It's strange. <laughs> that that's the because he used to do those adverts, doesn't he? There's a confused.com adverts or whatever. Oh, is that oh, yeah. him? Does? Yeah, and he does look yeah. like. Jennifer Aniston, you you spot on there. And to be honest, it's really unfair to Jen Ann because yeah. I mean, yeah. she looks great. That, for that, her that is really, she looks incredible. But so that is just really unfair. But there is a little similarity, so we'll all take the mick out of it. It's amazing, you know? yeah. absolutely cool. And so, having seen this group live, um, the people who were like were in charge of uh, Electra um, were looking to get the band in to record some music. Um, and while they found the band interesting, they didn't think that they could get them down onto tape, um, which actually proved to be something that was true. And so when the Stooges came in and they isolated all the drums, they all wore headphones, uh, they all did what you do in a studio, used a condenser microphone, different things like that. The Stooges hated the sound of the album when it was finished. And you know, they hadn't mixed it or mastered it, but they hated it. And so they ripped all of the soundproofing off the um, studio. They set the band up as if it was like a performance. Iggy Pop would hold the microphone instead of like it being on a stand. And it would be like a live microphone, which you could handle a lot better, but maybe wouldn't give you all of like the intricacies of the frequencies, which is a very boring sentence. Um, and they they literally just played it like it was a live gig. Um, 
and they record it, and that's that's what you hear. And they were really influenced by uh, Howling Wolf, um, and that kind of sound, which you can definitely hear. Um, and so, yeah, they, I mean, let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Um, Adam, do you want to start us? What did you think of Funhouse? Sure. You know what? I I liked it. I like it. I think it's good rock and roll. Um, we're obviously coming out of a period of the 60s where you've had rock and roll really develop and change from the kind of 50s type of rock and roll rockabilly in the early 60s going up to the more heavier stuff that the Beatles were doing and the Rolling Stones were doing. Led Zeppelin had really very recently just come on the scene. Um, but it's not yet heavy metal that Black Sabbath are going to start doing uh, in this same year. And it's not quite heavy metal um, and glam metal and stuff like that. But I, I really like this. It's good. It's solid rock and roll. Um, Iggy Pop's voice is a lot to be desired. I can I can admit that. He's not got... He, he's got a good voice. And it's good for his sound. But but yeah, I can understand why, like you said, if, if he was to do it not live in like an isolated vocal booth, it's probably not going to sound as good. But him being live and... Because I've seen videos of him performing. He's very lively even in his old age um of, of performing and i think that lends itself because that energy really does come through on this on this album um i've put down here uh it's like punkier led zeppelin a better version of the rolling stones that's my kind of take on this uh on this album uh might not disagree might not agree uh grace's face it's really painting a picture <laughs> But that's my opinion. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I really like the drums on this. Um, I really like the guitar on this. Uh, it's all, uh, you know what? It's all good. It's not the best album I think I'm ever going to listen to, but I'll certainly listen to this again. Um, I'm looking forward to getting into it a little bit deeper, in fact. Um, so I, I think I would save this and put this in my iTunes library um, for me to listen to again. If it came through again, I'm not going to be disappointed. Songs like TVI. Dirt. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them. I think it's a little bit up my street. Um, so yeah, and and I know we've talked about, but I never knew this is where Iggy Pop kind of started. I honestly didn't have a clue where from. I knew he was in a band with the fella from Queens of the Stone Age, and the drummer from Art and Monkeys. They were kind of in a band all together. Um, and I think I'd seen them on Jules Holland, and they weren't that good. But that's just because Iggy Pop's like hundred and thirty-eight now. So it, it doesn't work, but it is prime. I can imagine it's really good. Iggy Pop. So yeah, I enjoyed it. I, I yeah, rating to come when we do that. But solid, solid album. Well, I think you know Iggy Pop and the, the Stooges were known for that live performance thing, and you you can't hear that. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. They <laughs> they were known for like quite brutal live performances. You know, I bet it would yeah. be um. Yeah, they'd be pretty brutal, especially for like 1970. Uh, Grace, what did you think? All right. I am the exact opposite of Adam. Adam, I don't know what you talk about, but if this comes on when we're like driving along or something, you're getting out the car because this is just the most garbage, you're getting out. garbage this, thing. This hypothetical road trip, that one. <laughs> <laughs> when we're back allowed in cars again. Sure. You're not coming in because this is garbage. <laughs> I think 
I think this this started because I was researching for the quiz. Let's come on later, guys. You know, get excited. And I was researching, obviously, the band and Iggy Pop, and I ended up down this Iggy Pop wormhole. And he is possibly the most disgusting person I've ever read about. Like, he is a vile human being. <laughs> he is absolutely awful. He's an absolute idiot, right? And people say that he is like the pioneer of punk rock. He's like the figurehead. He got it all started. Well, no, he's not then. He's just an idiot. Making other idiots feel like they can act like idiots and call it punk rock. <laughs> a lot of idiots. <laughs> what a stupid, Grace is calling stupid that whole man. genres of music. What punk rock is about to just be shut in. <laughs> if people take their influence from Iggy Pop, well, I know you're an idiot, don't I? Because he is an idiot. <laughs> so you feel like you can act like an idiot because he's justified it. No, he hasn't. What an absolute idiot, man. Oh, my goodness. He makes me angry. The stuff that I've read about him. What an absolute Can you, can you give us some idiot. examples without ruining any now, of the quiz? the worst example I've got to say for the quiz. Okay. Um, it's, oh, it's, it's shocking. <laughs> and hopefully Adam, it's going to make you angry. It should make you angry. Okay. But... He would just like like Matt was saying, like it would kick off in their gigs. He he's the one that like supposedly started the stage dive. Well fine, dive into the crowd. But apparently a lot of times the crowd used to part like the Red Sea and just let him flop in his face. His crowds yeah. didn't even like him that much. They used to heckle him, they used to boo him. He used to cause he was this ridiculous drug addict, high on heroin constantly. There were some times where he would go out on stage so high that he would fall on the floor and he couldn't perform. And the crowd just start like booing and heckling them. I just think, what a tit. Imagine those people, right? <laughs> they have paid money to go to that show. <laughs> they have taken their time to get there, waited all that time in the crowd. And the freaking tit falls on his face, can't sing, has to be carried off by his mates. What an absolute plonker. Uh. <laughs> what an idiot. If I did that in my job, if I rocked up, Face planted the floor high on heroin. I'd be flipping fired. No, Great, but he's a freaking pioneer of punk rock. I don't think so. You look after children, of course you can't. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but, but then this got me down another, like on another thing of any other career, right? If mm. I was high off my head, sacked, life's over. But musicians, right? Take drugs till the cows come home. Oh, but they're amazing. They're so gifted. They're so talented. They're the they're the, the the pioneers of this genre, and they made this happen. And that oh, wasn't that guitar rippy? Well, no, they were off their heads. They're crackheads. Lock them up. Wow. Don't let them be the pioneers of anything. You they've really got too have. much. They've got responsibility here, right? If you're going to be the pioneer of something, don't be off your head on heroin. You know what I mean? Grace, you've effectively obliterated the 60s or 70s and definitely the 80s in terms of music. Well, this is what I think we need to start doing now. You know, we drug test athletes, right? Drug test the musicians, right? You're going to be high. <laughs> There's kids listening to your music. Get in the bin. Drop the drugs or get in the bin. You'd be... But they they drug test <clears throat> the athletes so they can't go faster. They don't. They're not just all high on heroin. <laughs> But still, you know what I mean? I stand by it. If anyone of you is turned up high off your heads, there'd be uproar. Musician turns up on stage high off his head. Oh, but he's an artist. Well, no. He's on heroin, that's what he is. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna stop shooting up before we do these podcasts. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but then he also went through... Oh, no, I can't, because that's, that spills the quiz. 
Okay, I'll go back on my rant later in the quiz. But okay. for now, just <laughs> okay. Just trust me. He's a tit. <laughs> just trust me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Iggy Pops lawyers, if you're listening, you know, please um, don't sue us for libel. But I mean, I mean, like, there's no libel there. So it all happens. And, uh, no, and do you know he has an album that he released um, later on called an idiot it's called the idiot sorry and what a great name for an album by him because yeah he knew it he knew he was an idiot clearly aware but he carries on being an idiot but sorry Matt Grace, what I've learned is you 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 hold um just humans in general to a high standard which I I like it's good I mean, I'm worried about if I ever do anything wrong in my life is for it them. is it yeah, a high really standard good. or is it let's not take drugs you know yeah, what I mean? Well, yeah, well, fair, yeah, fair enough. Okay. Is yeah. that I mean, you've got me And there. this is the issue with the world. Have we been taught that not taking drugs is a high standard? Have we been taught that the drugs is the standard <laughs> oh. and then not taking them means you're at a higher standard? No, let's pack the drugs in, guys. Wow, so anti drug. <laughs> Grace, I, I like it. No tolerance. I, I've got a question Zero for you. Zero tolerance. Um, question me. <laughs> what did you think of the album? <laughs> did you. <laughs> So I, I begrudgingly uh, listened to the, the actual album. music. I listened. I listened, okay. right. And I just thought, well, you can tell he's on drugs. You can tell they're all just idiots, right? Listen to, like, the lyrics, right, Adam? These lyrics are just the shallowest, most ridiculous thing. They can't think of proper lyrics because they're high. So the first one, right, down on the streets, <clears throat> the lyrics. Ooh, ah, ooh. Down on the streets where the faces shine. Floating around, I'm a real low mind. See a pretty thing, ain't no wall. She a pretty thing, ain't no wall. No wall, no wall, no wall. That's it. Well, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. And then it repeats later on. I'm lost, I'm lost, I'm lost, I'm lost, I'm lost. Ooh, yeah, yeah, ooh, low, 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 low. Are you messing? I loved it. You've just walked up to a three-year-old and said, can you make some music? And that kid's going, ah, no wall, no wall. And you put it in a song. But here's the thing Oh, hang on, hang on. And then Grace still goes, no, I'm telling the next. Right. My trick. So, you've... Okay, those lyrics don't say anything. What exactly? Re- Hold on. What artists really say much these days? No, I can gar- no. guarantee even Beyonce has a song where the lyrics right. are garbage. This guarantee. isn't a song though. This is all of his songs. Is the next song loose? The chorus is, "I'll stick it deep inside. I'll stick it deep inside." That's it. Okay, that's the right. chorus. So I'm going to read some lyrics. Right. right. Tell me if these lyrics are good. <laughs> on your video phone, make a cameo. Tape me on your video phone. I can handle you. Watch me on your video phone. On your video. Video. If you want me, you can watch me on your video phone. Do you think those lyrics say anything? Well, my question that's then Beyonce. would be, was she high on heroin? I don't think she was, so I, that's okay. Right, okay. Right. <laughs> but no one's saying she's the pioneer of punk rock. But people say she's the pioneer of many things. I'm just picking on Beyonce just because I know you like her. All I'm saying is, we're blaming the drugs, but also 
songs do they have to we say a lot about this do songs have to say something I think yes they should majority of the time but also songs can just be fun you can just say what you want on them absolutely but when your whole album is saying nothing questions need to be asked and also maybe it says something to someone this is the thing about art subjective but he does not remember a single thing (laughs) at his final concert that they did as the Stooges Right, the, the night before, they got into a fight because at, at their gig, there were loads of bikers and the bikers hated him and started egging them. So they got into a full-on scrap and the bikers obviously won because he's an idiot and would not win. He's like a twig. And then he started like threatening the bikers on the radio, whatever it was, like, yeah, come to our next gig and then we'll fight. And at the next gig, he was so like off his head again. The audience, like all of his crowds at this point were like fed up with them all. And they started like throwing all sorts on stage, bottles, everything. And you can hear in the live performance the sound of the bottles crashing on stage and hitting the instruments. And it all just like the music starts to fall apart and then they just stop. Even their own fans turn against them because they are trash. (laughs) Trash. I think I'm going to call this episode What a Tip. What a (laughs) Tip. (laughs) Honestly. I. Uh, would you like to hear my thoughts on the Go album? Go on then. Um, so I think this album is a bit like Lockdown, right? And at first, right, you're like, oh, this is interesting. This is it's pretty cool. And then you chat to your mate three weeks later and they go, oh, how are you doing? What have you been up to? And you're like, not, mm. not one thing, still going. Mm. You know oh, I mean? yeah. And then a month later, you, they're like, oh, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right. What have you been up to? Not a thing. You know what I mean? That That's what this album is to me. It kind of sounds all the same. I'm not really sure what, what is what. When I put the first song on and then went into the second song, I thought that the first song had started again <laughs> because it sounded so similar. Like, I'm not even joking. It was just like the same kind of thing. So, and I, I'm going to go back to it. But all things must pass mm. isn't in this list, but this is in that list. There are such great songs on all things must pass. Beautiful lyrics, you know, on like deep, meaningful things said. Beautiful musicianship, and the band sound good. But it just was like looking at wallpaper for three weeks straight. Mm. Like it looks nice, but then you're done, aren't you? Mm. Um, yeah. I, I found it really difficult to listen to in the end. They're just a bit boring. Or like, not like, you've got one great idea, what's the next idea? What's the next good thing you're going to bring? Oh, no. wait. No, there isn't anything. So yeah, I, I wasn't really a fan either. But everything sounded good. You know what I mean? But it just didn't but did it, capture did my attention. Did everything sound good? Which one is it, I right? I think so. The, so the, the saxophone sounds great, right? Steve McKay, great. Sounds great. But that song, I can't even remember which one it is with him in now. Is it fun? I can't remember. Whichever one it is, it is the most awful thing of it. I had to turn it off. The dog was getting distressed. <laughs> wow. It sounded like the most awful. It wasn't music. The saxophone was great, but the rest of it was awful. I found a review that I wholeheartedly agree with, calling it the worst record of the year. So this is talking about fun houses. The worst record of the year, a muddy load of sluggish, unimaginable rubbish, heavily disguised by electricity and called punk rock. 
Nice. Bang on. <laughs> Bang on. I like that phrase, disguised by electricity. Disguised by electricity. I like that. It's an album right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's, a real, that's a real good one. <laughs> Amazing. We've got our, fr- our friend Phoebe writes. She she has this saying where she says dog's life right there's like on my dog's life we were talking about this with adam this week on my on my dog's life i promise you this is the case but what's funny about it is she doesn't have a dog so she just says everyone our dog's life um but then adam told adam said this week the uh you know the saying cheers son's crying like that meme mm. thing and then so we've started saying cheers dog's crying right and um and when you said even the dog was distressed, I was like, yeah. Dog's cheers. Cry. Cheers. Dog's crying. <laughs> Amazing. So a mixed bag, really, for this uh, album. Mm. But And I'm sure we'll get on to ratings a bit later, like Adam said. Uh, but why don't we take a quick break, and then we're going to compare it to Young Dumb Thrills by Mick. Okay, brilliant. So welcome back. We are going to talk about Young Dumb Thrills by McFly. And McFly are an English pop band from London, formed in 2003. Uh, Their band, or the band took their name from Back to the Future with Marty McFly. Um, Yeah, they've been around a long time. This is their sixth studio album. They um, rose to fame after a tour with the band Busted, um Grace, are you a fan of Busted? I am, of course. And Adam, you're a fan of Busted. Seen them live. Come on. Oh, uh, I, I am not a fan of Busted. I think <laughs> this is a case where I am too old. Uh, <laughs> but they went on tour with them and then they later um formed like a super super group with inverted commas um of McFly and Busted called McBusted. Um and they were doing that until like 2018. And Adam, that's where you saw Wheatus, right? Yeah. Um, so it was on the Muckbuster tour that Wheatus, yeah, Wheatus opened for them. Um, didn't know any of their other songs, but of course, Teenage Jetbag bopped massively. Very good. One of the best songs of all time. 100%. I love it. I love it. Uh, so they've been, I mean, they're a pretty big band in the UK, our McFly. Um, and they kind of like straddle the word straddle why did i use that word but straddle this like rock pop kind of uh, arena no one straddles an arena that is a ridiculous it's quite it's quite a spread if you can <laughs> uh yeah and so that's what they do but like even after they've been musicians they're quite famous for other things as well so like um tom has like books out and different things like that and his wife has a podcast and obviously has just won um i'm a celebrity she won and oh what oh the biggest goodness. spoiler alert ever spoiler alert i mean I she was knew. gonna win are you kidding me no, i've not been watching it i said at the top of the Spo- show we finished yesterday i know and i've not been wa- i thought i didn't think it finished yesterday oh. she, that's so good she was good the, the early episodes i watched she was very good so she well done sorry anymore. back back to you <laughs> <laughs> She I'm was. just glad Shane Ritchie uh, didn't win. He was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, audible. Uh, yeah, and like a few of them have been in the jungle doing different things. Um, yeah, so let's talk about this album. I think I'll go last as normal, but um, who I'd like to hear some other thoughts on it. So Grace, why don't you go first this time? Tell okay. Us. So we all know I love McFly, obviously. 
possibly one of my favourite bands ever. Um, and this is really their first album. So they, they released a, another album earlier on in the year um, that was all like, they've called it like the Lost Songs or something like that, which is all the, the songs that they never released. Like demos, yeah. isn't it? Um, but that was more just like a little taste of, you know, hey, we're back sort of thing. A little, little nod to themselves. Um, but other than that, they had taken a break um, to just live their lives. They weren't like some silly little boys that fell out. It wasn't like One Direction. They all kicked off at each other and had a scrap and then stormed off and broke up. It wasn't like that. They were just mature men, right, who were living their mature men lives. And they were like, let's take a break and have our family life. So they were getting married. They were having kids. They were just doing them, living their quiet little peaceful lives. Happy as Larry. And take notes, Iggy Pop. Yeah. They were not being tits. They were being mature men. And with no drugs in the picture, no heroin addicts going on here, apart from maybe Doug, but, but Dougie had his time. He's fine. He's been to rehab. It's fine. And he's got the full support. Oh, so it's okay. No, because that's okay. All he wasn't it. passed I out with, from heroin on stage. You know what I mean? He could perform. He was just, everyone Dougie. struggles. Dougie, what a tip. No! <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is their first one, like back, um, you know, saying like, here we are making some music again. And this one is just like a casual having fun, right? They are minted. They are balling. They are rolling the money. They bathe in money. They do not need to make music to get the money right so they are just here having fun they're like hey guys and because they are like just best mates and they miss each other they're just like guys let's get back together let's just have some good times let's just make some music together let's just have fun let's just chill and this is that album they're just chilling they're not trying to make some kind of like top you know platinum album whatever they're just having fun and it's this is what it, it's just wholesome fun do you know what I mean? Nothing spectacular. And as McFly fan, this is definitely not their best album, in my opinion. But I don't think they're trying to, to have it that way. They're just trying to have fun. They're just back together, making beautiful music. Danny's beautiful voice again. Silky smooth as ever. Singing us those sweet, sweet melodies. Just beautiful. And some reviews that I wholeheartedly agree with. Unwaveringly cheerful about their stable relationships and school runs with nostalgic references to their youth. And that's what it is. They're not singing about the drugs and the sex and objectifying women. They're not. They're just singing like, I'm having a nice life. My life is going nicely at the moment. Let's have some happiness and some joy. I love my wife. Times are great. I love my kids. Times are great. And in fact, the lyrics in one of the songs, let me see, where have I written it? Pause. Big pause. Oh, here we go. The lyrics, right? One of the songs. I could sing about heartache, but it's not broke. I could sing about drugs, but I don't smoke. Well, that sold me, didn't it? Of course. They're not going to sing about those stupid things. They're not going to sing about drugs and sex and objectifying women because they're not those kind of people. Can I ask something then? So... Just because they don't do those things doesn't mean they have to tell me about it. Because yeah. it's pretty, it's still pretty uninteresting. Because what they're saying in that song is, I could sing about all those stupid things that artists these days sing about, but that's boring music. But the lyric after that is, so I'll just sing another love song, yeah. which to me sounds like, 
So I'll just make a load more money. Because they're acknowledging the fact that they make a lot of love songs because they're happy people. And they're but in love. Last week we talked about Little Mix, right? And we were like, oh, there's just nothing about it. But this week all of a sudden we're like, oh, but McFly don't need to say anything because... They don't need to, they're having fun. You know what I mean? But, but what's the difference? Because they've you know done I mean? years and years of great albums making beautiful music. Little Mix, tottering around, objectifying themselves in some of their music. Singer things like, not, I hope he's not... not I hope she's not fit. I hope you're getting someone's getting good sex now and not faking it singing about faking orgasms girls pack it in sing about something else but that wasn't in this album was but it what? i think i think there's some double standards going on <laughs> i'm calling it somewhere just because they're beautiful and most of the songs in this album right are just album fillers just like they're not nothing spectacular like i've said but they're just having fun they've won at life they've already won they're not here trying to prove themselves anymore they proved themselves long ago they earned their fame. It's, they earned the place that they're at in their life right now. And now they're just if vibing. You, if you want to see what strong non-bias is <laughs> on Elvenia, though, <laughs> this is the episode for you right here. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but some highlights, right? Sink or sing. Some, we haven't had any lowlights. No, because there are none. <laughs> Some highlights, right? Sink or sing, beautiful. Daniel singing those sweet, sweet melodies. Like I said before, that beautiful voice. Sink or sing, and it's just a beautiful song. I loved it. Wild and young, all fun, full of nostalgia. Good old day kind of vibes, like back in the good old days when we were having a great time. Just, just vibing. You can just imagine yourself on a summer's day, reminiscing with your pals. Beautiful. And then the end of the album, right? The end of the last song, when it just goes to all them laughing, joking, having fun. That is what the album is. They are just four pals having fun, messing around, not taking themselves seriously, having a great time. And you can hear it at the end. That's them laughing and joking. Raw, raw memes being made right there. <laughs> raw raw memes. memes. And it's beautiful. I loved it. Nothing spectacular about the album, but it doesn't need to be. It's just them being like, hi guys, we're still best friends. Love you all. Goodbye. McFly, I love you too. Amazing. Adam, do you have anything to add? Yeah, we've got many things to say. Um, so this was like their, I'm not going to say it was like a comeback, but they'd not, like Grace said, released anything new, new. So I was expecting, okay, they might take a gamble. They might, you know, nah. It's, a, it's just standard McFly, really. Um, it's not a bad thing, because standard McFly is still good. Um, but you know, I like growing up. I like Mark Hoppers. Anything Mark Hoppers is on, I'm I'm kind of I'm invested. I like Mark Hoppers a lot. I like Blink One Eight Two a lot. He's a great songwriter. He's a great bass player. So I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Um, it's a bit safe. This album. You know how Gracie was talking about how Iggy Pop just doesn't say anything. Yeah, th- this album doesn't say anything. And I realised that that this album they're not under any influences, or that could be debatable. But whatever. So. Like it, this album still doesn't say anything. It still doesn't have anything. It does though. Some of them do. <laughs> do they though? Yeah, they do. do. They? Sink or sing is literally Grace, saying mate. like, "Please don't kill yourself. It's not that bad. Please, it's okay." Well, Grace, you're so but, uh, yeah, it, on this. I, if an I, album I could have it. a U rating, <laughs> it's just if an album could have a U rating, that 
this is that album. It's just it's it's all a bit yeah, a bit safe. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I didn't. It, it's a bit it's a bit grey of an album. There's kind of nothing exciting on it. Probably wouldn't listen to it again, if I'm honest. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, another one. Almost feels like they've found it in. Here's another one. Have that. We'll see you again in five years when we do another well, well not well tour, but we do another big tour, so we can get a bunch load of money. Ta. I happen no, to I don't agree want to hear with what you, Adam. I let me tell you, I was offended listening to this album. This sure. was just offensive. This wow. was offensively. No, this was offensively off the back boring. of Iggy Pop. Honestly, this was offensively boring. No. I, when I start, when we started this podcast, right, I was like, so naive. Like, this will be so great. We get to listen to loads of great music, <laughs> get to chat about it. But what happens is, two weeks in a row, I have to come on here and just chat about crap music, Stop. and it's not what it's not what I signed up for. It's not, it's not what I signed up for. So I was just, I just hated it. I just thought, like, the phone in thing that Adam was talking about is exactly there and i even thought who would even listen to this but i found out that it's just people who are nostalgic like you grace who like yeah, that's who still looking all back. of their fans every single one of their fans they haven't lost a single fan but when but just when five colors and their hair came out right and it had that cool guitar riff that you hadn't heard like anywhere else at that time and it's thrown back to like the 60s and it's cool and it's fun this was just the opposite. It was just so boring. And if I wanted to listen but to Jason Mraz in 2010. No, but it isn't true, though. That just isn't true. Just because you're a dad and just because you're 35 doesn't mean your life is boring. As someone who is close to one of those things, I'm going to tell you. It doesn't mean your life has to be boring. So I just... You're going to be a dad. Like, it's just phoning it in for no sake. <laughs> I'm <laughs> guys I'm announcing it on the podcast <laughs> um, don't prep yeah I just <laughs> I hated it and that Jason Mraz oh, thing man. why do, why do McFly sound like Jason Mraz what <laughs> Jason Mraz what because Jason Mraz wasn't interested in in 2010 hey Jason Mraz was coming out with bops he had one good song and okay, it's been overplayed. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, I this has made me angry, right? Because for weeks, all I've heard is from you, from you both, <laughs> is this sounds dated. This sounds like dad music. But right. as no, soon this as we get to flipping, right? It sounds flipping dated, and it's it sounds not, like dad music. Current. And you, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's cool. No, it's great to have them back. I'm so happy they're back. No. You can't, you can't have both those things. Just because it sounds like the 60s doesn't mean it's dated. Right? But this does sound like absolute piss poor music. It's just, it's it's not just their so best. bad. They haven't put in a We're great deal to... of effort. But they're just, they're just vibing. They're just chilling. But why, they def- got, why defend they've it They've got then? nothing to prove anymore. They've got nothing to prove. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't carry on trying. Well, maybe they you don't want to. can't just phone it in. Maybe, maybe they are trying. You don't know their stories. Well, if, well, if they're trying, they need to stop. <laughs> but anyway, some some highlights. Mark <laughs> Hoppus is the best thing on the album. 
the song the song like i don't know i don't really agree just because we're growing old doesn't mean we have to grow up grow up right just grow up because i just think that's the stupidest title um his bass sounds amazing he has got amazing tone there are parts of this album that sound good but the whole thing just offended me greatly <laughs> and i just thought like I, I just can't be listening to crap like this every week you know what i mean i just i'm angry just that really... you're more angry at this than iggy pop i didn't like iggy pop but you know what like i've come to expect that iggy pop just it's trash goes through his goes through his whole life just living off Heroin. what he did in 1970 oh. <laughs> and Heroin, yeah <laughs> I, I don't know and I can see like positive or negative things like the Red Hot Chili Peppers don't exist without Iggy Pop if in 20 years time someone says oh man I listened to Young Dumb Thrills right and it inspired me to become a musician <laughs> and so here's no, my but, album no, right. that sounds like that no I'll just be like no Get because lost. you're saying that you're saying that Iggy Pop like set the way for that not one particular album. So McFly have been very influential. Not this album, I'll agree. But McFly yeah, as a fine. band have been very influential. Fine. I'll agree with that. But this is still a terrible album. And I won't I'll be listening to the albums before it's not their best. we pick them if this is what it's gonna sound like. Because this it's just is <laughs> boring. I, I tell you now, this right. I would put this in Tommy territory with Adam. Like oh, this really, no. this really, really, I just could I'm not be bothered with it. <laughs> I just didn't. I mean, like, if you want to bring out music, fire, but don't waste my time with it. And like, I just, my Iggy. time's precious. <laughs> <laughs> but at least there are people that think, oh, this is one of the greatest albums of all time. This is proto-punk. We can talk about it, whether we think it is or not, whether we like it or not. At least it's got something interesting to talk about. I mean, you I don't know what, what the fans are going to say about this one, you know. Maybe in 10 they, years' they're time... They're not going to talk about this in 10 years' time. The next big band will be time. like, oh, the album Young Dumb Thrills really inspired me to produce... And you'll be like, you'll be eating your words. I tell you now, in January, I'll say to you, Grace, what was that McFly album called? And you'll go, I can't... Um, um, I'm gone, <laughs> I'm gone. And you won't remember... <laughs> No, it's not their best. I agree. They've got far better, but they're just yeah. vibing. So anyway, just vibing. Yeah, wish wish I could vibe like that, or maybe not. You know, vibe all the way to the bank. That's it. <laughs> and just be straight up about it. You know what I mean? Like, just because your your life is sorted doesn't mean you can't talk about interesting things. You know what I mean? But anyway, you know, there we go. Why don't we rate? What could we? I don't want to rate both albums, but Grace, what would you give the McFly one? <laughs> like, I promise, I promise you, I won't slate you for it. But is it like a high? No, to be fair, out of five, I'd give it like a two point five. It's not spectacular. It's not spectacular at all. But it's McFly, so I love them. Okay, but it's enough. not spectacular. Okay, let's let's do the Stooges. Um, oh, flipping zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think even I gave Tommy a zero. Right, I think I gave it like a right point now. two. Right, zero point one then. Flipping. What What do you want to give it, Grace? 
I can't believe he's actually still alive. Is he still alive? I think so, yeah. yeah. How? How? You made a deal I mean, not with that the we devil, wish, clearly. clearly. Not that we wish anyone dead on Elvin Elo. Not that I'm wishing death on anyone, but I'm just amazed that he's made it this far. What are you giving it, Grace? Uh, 0.1. Grace, that is brutal. Adam? <laughs> Don't be a tit if you want good ratings. Um, I'm going to give it a three. A three. I'm going to give it a two. Yeah. Adam, as if you're giving it a flipping three. Yeah. I quite you like that. I'm going to listen to Bruce it again. Flipping Bruce. Something I, like I, a two. Yeah, because yeah. it, it didn't interest me. If we're going on personal preference, Bruce, boring, makes me sleep. This, at least I can get on board oh, with it. Not our wall. more interesting. Not our wall. Makes, not makes our me wall. wake up. But you know what? I tell you what, the swear count for this episode has gone up dramatically, if nothing mm. else. It really has. <laughs> get the, so get the, first... We're going to need one of those bleep machines. This will be our first explicit... explicit uh, episode right here but there you go <laughs> not a family show today not a family show no it's not our fault it's iggy pops iggy pop tits not a swear word that's okay it's All a right. body part <laughs> <laughs> to bed <laughs> okay cool guys shall we do the quiz Woo! Mm. we need a little bit of fun guys brother brother Okay, guys, are you ready? So now ready. I've forgotten again who's in the lead. Is it Adam? I thought we were drawing. Four, three. Are you drawing again? No, it's, it's four, three. Four, three to Adam. Okay, Adam, four, three. I think so. Take it. Okay. I'll, I'll check, but... Okay. <sighs> okay, first round. General music facts. True or false, ready. Fact number one. Most toilets flush in E flat. Hmm. True or false? Fact number two. The best selling instrument of all time is the recorder. Hmm. Fact number three. The drum beat played during the invasion sequence of Independence Day, the film, spells out die in Morse code. Hmm. Which one's the lie? Is it toilet wow. flushing, recorders, or die? Matt, we're going to go to you first. Cool. So, I think toilets do flush in E flat. Uh-huh. Something in me says it's G. <laughs> I think electri- but electricity is G and toilets are E flat. I think that's what okay. I'm going with. Okay. The recorder. Oh, hold on. If, oh, yeah. No, I said if. Like, okay, carry on, carry on. The recorder is a bog standard instrument. Mm, everyone's got recorder. Not, not interesting. But everyone has to play it in school, yeah. right? Yeah. Because it lead. It's a gateway instrument, Ooh, apparently. Gateway. Yeah. Mm. 
gateway instruments. I've got a story about, uh, can I just tell yeah, a the story? Um, we used to play in school and we used to take it in turns one by one to stop playing and just to just make the noise to the mix. So we'd be playing along and be like, doo, doo. <laughs> I tell you now, the teacher wouldn't notice until there's 20 of us just making that noise. <laughs> you know what I mean? So very uninteresting interest, uh, instrument. Um, so I think that one could be true as well. Yeah. Independence Day, I've never seen it. I but it's an interesting fact so i was like oh mm. that's interesting but I, i'm gonna say that's the lie mm. and i think that it probably just spells out something else okay um interesting yes adam see i'm gonna think i'm gonna say toilets because mm. i think they flush in sea oh i don't know why but why sea is just in my mind i don't i've, I've got no idea i don't know whether i've read it you. somewhere it does mm. i don't Call know the why yeah, mm. unless no no brown keys here, unless uh, <laughs> I'll tell a joke. Unless there's um, unless there's something else like you were saying about electricity is in G. Unless there's something else that something else is in C, but I can't remember for the life of me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's toilets. You're gonna say toilets. Yeah. Well, you're both wrong. You suck. It was the it was the recorder. I had because I knew we'd all think everyone's got a recorder, but no, it's the harmonica. Is the best-selling instrument of all time. Oh yeah, the harmonica. Think of all those sweet blues. Those blues players purchasing all those harmonicas. You love me too. That's what I think of. <laughs> oh god! When I hear harmonica, I love me too. Oh. Um, but yes, yeah, so the drum beat for Independence Day spells out "die" in Morse code. It's a bit deep, a bit heavy. Ooh, but yeah, though. toilets do do flush and eat flat. They do. Okay, second round. Musicians. Fact number one. Now, you might know this or you might not. It might give away the lie. <laughs> it might give away the truth. Who knows? Okay. Um, George Harrison and Eric Clapton once had a musical duel for two hours in the middle of the night. Hmm. Okay, fact number two. George Clinton, in his funkadelic greatest song, greatest hit, Get Off Your Hmm, Your Bum, and Jam, he paid his brother just $25 to play guitar. And it's considered one of the greatest guitar solos by some people. Paid him just $25. Okay, and fact number three. Charles Darwin. But he didn't know he was a musician. Charles Darwin dedicated 40 years, 4-0, 40 years to playing piano to earthworms. (laughs) (laughs) Which one's the lie? George Harrison, George Clinton, Charles Darwin. Adam. Sam, hmm. I've, I'm going to reference this now. I'm a big George Clinton fan. Oh. And his Funkadelic <laughs> Parliament, or whatever they were called. Honestly. I've never heard of him in my mate, life. Mate, you need to. Mate, I hadn't I'm heard of him. I'm going to send you some George Clinton stuff because honestly, we've got a real. It's just. 
he's just the best. Um, Would I've you not actually heard one of the greatest guitar solos of all time? I've not actually heard the um, oh. Get uh, off that your song though. No, or like all I've heard is "Give Up the Funk," "Tear the Roof Off This Mother," or oh. whatever it's called, um, and "One Nation Under a Groove." One Nation Under a Groove, incredible song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can imagine that. Uh, that, those accidents happen, isn't it? Ah, oh, my brother can play guitar. Mm. I'll show him twenty quid and he can play on the session. Um, I'm gonna say Darwin. I don't think he played piano mm. for forty years to Earthworms. He might have played music to oh, Earthworms okay. on like Ooh, a record you think or gone something too specific. But I don't think he played piano mm. himself. So I'm gonna say Darwin. Mm. Okay, Matthew. Um, it so troubled just on George time. Harrison. Uh, so George Harrison, right? right. Um, and Eric Clapton were really good friends. Mm. Like to the point where, even when George Harrison's wife left him for Eric Clapton, he was kind of okay with it. Shut up. Yeah. So. Could have saved off. Could have saved off for a quiz, and we would have got the points. Oh, they out were them. that good friends that he was fooling around with his wife. Not fool. Well, yeah, he was fooling around, but he actually, she actually divorced George and got married to Eric. That's and they still and they stayed best friends. <laughs> it's just nice that I think that just shows the type just of character. Nice? Well, yeah, because George was just like if right, Libby was George like, I'm going to marry Sam now. Would well, that no, be nice? On. Not at all. But. Exactly. <laughs> For either of us, <laughs> <laughs> neither of us would enjoy that arrangement. But also, it wasn't George like with Olivia or whatever, and and yeah. he was alright. And George, it such was a, a mutual character. falling apart. George, all things must pass. Listen, the love I had for this woman was great, but she's now found another, and yeah. I've got my new love. I'd- Beautiful. Yeah, I don't think it was as harmonious as we're making oh, out, okay. but they did. But, <laughs> but they, but they did, but they did stay it. best friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't like. I think I don't think they were like, "Oh yeah, great, you have it then. See you there. <laughs> See you next week. Are you still good for dinner? I'll just change the chairs around." You know what I mean? It wasn't like that. So. Yeah. But yeah, um, so they could have done that. But what, what I was getting with, which it, um, I guess you don't know, is you said musical duel, yeah. and I was like, maybe they were like fighting in a musical way. But, but you don't. I can't give you any you more just, information. Right. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about George Clinton. In fact, I thought you had just got Bill Clinton. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Charles Darwin. <laughs> um, you're both wrong again. So Eric Clapton did. He once showed up drunk to George Harrison's house, silently handed him a guitar, an amp, and they had a two-hour musical duel. With no words. Um, But no, Charles Darwin did. He dedicated 40 years of his life to studying earthworms, trying to figure out how their auditory systems worked. So for those 40 years, he would play them piano. Bit misleading that though, innit? That's not what you said. I I think that's a bit misleading, Grace, to be honest. Because you said 40 years playing piano, whereas then you just said 40 years. Yeah, studying them. So for his studies, he would play them piano. But not for 40 years. He wasn't playing piano. He was for 40 years. Not 40 years straight, like he went to bed. (laughs) (laughs) He went to the Galapagos Islands at one point. Like, you know what I mean? 
Right. So the lie was George Clinton. Right. This is wild. So it wasn't his brother. He has no idea to this day. He has no idea who played guitar. But the guitar solo is apparently one of the greatest guitar solos like ever. And apparently this mysterious, (laughs) this is a quote from him, a mysterious white man who was a heroin addict walked up to us we had just finished one take we took a smoke break and a white kid wandered into the studio he was a smack addict we didn't know him at all but he just started to play a little guitar and asked if he could play with us um, so we set him up and he just played and played like he was possessed because of the crack um, he did all the rock and roll that we hadn't seen for years um, and even after we all stopped playing he carried on then he walked off and we never saw him ever again Iggy Pop, is that you? <laughs> you know what it sounds like to me, guys? It sounds like, oh, what's that? Drugs to the rescue again. That's right. <laughs> You're welcome, world. Drugs are here. What a tip. What a tip. <laughs> Smack, <laughs> crack. you got to love to see it. But they actually did. They agreed to give him $25. But he said after he played like that, we were like, damn. So we gave him 50 instead. So they gave him $50 Never saw him again And it's like one of the greatest guitar solos ever And no one, he doesn't get the credit No one knows who he is This random guy And apparently plenty have claimed that it was them But of course they have Somebody send me the songs I'd like to listen to it But I literally have never Heard it and I can't George Clinton Get your bum Get off your bum and jam. But is, are you are you censoring the word bum? Yeah. Is it get off your ass and jam? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I wonder why you've started censoring things. Because I mean, I didn't. I've been saying tit. That's not a swear word. Right. Okay, you, right. Neither's ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Brilliant. Final round. The Iggy round. The flipping Iggy round. Facts. Number one. Iggy had one leg longer than the other. So he had a bit of a limp. Fact number two. Iggy would purposefully cut himself on stage to make himself bleed. Fact number three. Iggy hated Elton John. It wasn't mutual, but Iggy hated Elton John. And refused offers to play together. I bet Elton John is good. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll pick Eminem instead. That's all right. <laughs> Which one's the lie? Who are you going to? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going first, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling dead confident. Oof, he's got it. Go on. I know he caught himself on stage. Ooh. Who gives a crap that he hated Elton John? <laughs> That's just... I bet Elton John is like, Iggy who? Sorry, who? Um, but I I seem to think, and I, I'm going to feel really bad if it's just the way he walks, but he definitely does walk with a bit of a bit of a limp. So um, if it's not that he's got one leg shorter than the other, I really apologise, pal. But, um, so wait, which is the lie? Yeah. Uh, so the la- oh, yeah. <laughs> you just said Sorry. all of them. I've, are just, true. <laughs> I've just said all of them are true. So the lie. <laughs> so I think the lie must be that he ha- uh, hated Elton John. Okay. Okay. 
Adam. So, like Matt, I know that he cut himself and exposed himself on stage, exposed. which which is a tit move. Awful, yes, awful. Thank you. I can I can fully agree. Awful. <laughs> awful. It's it's literal a tit move. He's like Whoa. literal. Well, he always more than his tit. Always performs with his shirt off, but I think he exposed other things. Yeah, he did. Again, tit move. Mm-hmm. Um. Dick move, something. Um, <laughs> now I do. I, I'm in two minds because he does walk with a little bit of a weird. Like that's how he dances on stage. Is that because he's got one leg shorter than the other? Is that the effects of some black tar heroin in his blood system? Is that just the way he wants to move with the music? Who knows? And mm. um, I can picture him hating Elton for horrible reasons, <laughs> mostly to do with Elton's sexuality, which is awful. <laughs> Again, dick move. Mm. So I can actually imagine him like. So I'm gonna risk it. I'm gonna say he doesn't have one leg shorter than the other. I think, I think that's just how he moves. That's just his like stage presence. That's his stage persona plus drugs, <laughs> plus, <laughs> plus being 73 years old now. <laughs> what 70 year old doesn't have a limb? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we've got a winner. Someone's got it right this round. Someone's got it right. The winner is Matthew. Come on, Iggy does indeed yes. have one leg shorter than the other, about an inch and a half shorter. So he stands at five foot six inches. What? He's that He's short. He's that short. He has scoliosis. Nah, that explains the back movements. Mm. There we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I feel plan, sorry for yeah. him all of a sudden. Mm. Well, you won't in a sec. So he doesn't hate Elton John, but he did actually run off stage um, really, like, scared. That's I can't think of the word then. He was petrified because Elton John dressed up as, I think it was a squirrel or a bear. Um, and he <laughs> was obviously high out of his mind and was, like, terrified of Elton John. I'll do it. But the bear costume. You know. But they were they were fine. They were pals. Um, but right, the other one. So he would cut himself and make himself bleed. Right. And this is the thing that really made me hate him. So he is at a concert. And he used to, when he would stage dive, he would like cut himself in the audience, grab people's glasses, smash the glasses, cut himself. He like got the drummer's drumsticks that had broken and would use a drumstick to like carve into his body to make himself bleed. It's weirder. But then on one in one concert, he was like, do you want to see some blood? And obviously the crowd were like, yeah. Woo. So he got his guitarist, who was dressed up as a Nazi, to whip oh. him. So his guitarist is dressed up as a Nazi, whipping him repeatedly on stage. Whilst Iggy points out a black man in the audience and starts to hurl racist abuse at him and is trying to get him to stab him. So he's got a knife on stage. He brought out um, a steak knife on stage and is hurling racist abuse at a black man in the hopes that the black man will stab him, will stab Iggy. Mm -hmm. Um, But he doesn't because he's a mature man in control of himself. And so Iggy gets frustrated and carves an X into his body. And there's a picture of him like after that performance like being like carried away um covered in blood um with his guitarist dressed as a nazi it's horrendous yeah. so if that doesn't that's make you awful. think that he's an absolute idiot 
Yeah. Yeah, well, he is. It does, yeah. does colour my opinion of him somewhat. Just an absolute yeah. plonker. I think you were right the first time, Grace. Right, thank you. Thank you. There you go. What an idiot. Do you, do you want to end oh, the quiz with I've your been famous Grace. dog? <laughs> You've been great. Brother. Brother. Cool, amazing. So, <laughs> are we ready for next week's album? So yes. ready. We are going to listen to Missy Misdemeanor Elliot, mm. Super Duper Fly. Come on. Super Duper Fly. And as we talked about last week, a little spoiler, we are listening to Miley Cyrus, Plastic Heart, Ooh. to go with that. Mm. So, two, two albums that I can't wait to listen to. Uh, which I'm really excited about. So, yeah, so we'll be back next week. We've got a special Christmas episode coming out this Thursday, so keep your ears peeled for that one. Uh, you don't keep ears peeled, but, you know, <laughs> for the sake of El Panilo, why not? Why not? Uh, and, Asim, if people want to help out the podcast, if, what's the next steps if you've listened and you thought, that was great, I love that? Well, then, have we got some steps for you to take? Firstly... <laughs> If you like this, come back next week. Come back next week. That's what we'd like. Return. Come back and see what we got to say next week. Also, go listen back. Go listen to some previous opinions that we've had about certain mm. songs. But most importantly as well is what you can do to help. Give it a good old share. Tell your friends. Um, follow us on Elvanila's Instagram account. Uh, stay up to date with what we're listening to. Um the run up to Christmas, we're posting some fun things on the stories. There's already been some some um, opinion polls put out about setting Christmas songs. I'm sure there'll be many more to come. Um, just keep an eye on that. Uh, like I said, tell your friends. Tell three of your friends, hey, listen, do you like music? Of course you do. You're listening to it right now. Why don't you listen to this podcast? Oh, you don't like podcasts? Grow up. Yeah. <laughs> listen to this. No, sorry. It's been aggressive. It's been an aggressive episode. That's what we've learned. Um... Listen to the listen to this podcast. Um, if you are on iTunes, give us a rating. Give us a five star rating, please. Leave a leave a review. That'd be really handy. If you want some clothes to cover your body, it's getting cold out there, guys. Get yourself a come jumper. on Iggy. Come on Iggy. Buy a hoodie, Iggy. How if we could <laughs> gift Iggy just like a jumper or something? Just he's seventy three. He's a frail old man. He can't be doing this to himself anymore. Get yourself some of the merch on Teespring. Uh, if you search in Elvanilo on Teespring, it'll come up. There's t-shirts, there's jumpers. If you're in the US, there's stickers. Apparently seemingly only in the US, but whatever. Um, <laughs> That's the funniest thing, is that if you're in the US, there's stickers. <laughs> Just enjoy those. People in the US go, go nuts for things that they can stick to other things. Who knew? <laughs> Massive generalisation of the whole country there. <laughs> um, yeah. Guys, if we featured somehow on your Spotify wrapped, let us know. Give us a tag in it. Come on. We'd love to see that. Um, what else can you do? Um, just chat to us. Comment on things. <laughs> I'm at a loss, really. 
you all know the score <laughs> like comment cool. subscribe amazing so <laughs> hit that notification bell uh so um, <laughs> you can follow us on instagram at elvanilo i'm at matt courtney music adam you are uh, at adam courtney 95 grace your handle is at grace underscore summons brilliant Guys, we'll see you on Thursday, and if not, we will see you next week for Missy Elliott's Super Duper Fly and Miley Cyrus' Plastic Hearts. Have a great week, and we can't wait to speak to you then. Bye. Bye. That, this is how I felt about Tommy by the way what you've just said there that was my Tommy rant. you love to say it